Hi, this is Phil Bronstein, the editor, and you're listening to a San Francisco Chronicle podcast. Welcome to the thrilling conclusion of our two-part Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast with special guest Amanda Pants, a.k.a., well, I guess not a.k.a., but no. Mandy Murphy, <laughs> a.k.a. Amanda Pants, our question girl winner, joined by Joe Garofoli, our longstanding question boy. And here we go. Are you, th- are you excited to be back for a second installment, Mandy? Uh, yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be better than the first in so many ways. All right, let's that, get to and it. that cliffhanger uh, what was amazing. I, I've been on the seat of my you, pants. You couldn't <laughs> sleep for 48 <laughs> hours until you got back to this. Oh in fact, this one's going to actually last 48 hours. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get to another one. Okay, this is from Karen, and she writes, oh, Karen in Belmont, the Mont. Oh, I love that. She g- <laughs> the Karen, Mont. the Mont from Belmont. I love it. You know, because Karen is now going to be versus Sherry in the Vale, Karen in the Mont. Uh, it's, yeah. just, it's just too are those Are those two towns bordering? They're kind of close, right? No, they're no. not anywhere no, near each other. I mean, close. they're not even close. See, Amanda, who lives in Asheville, knows that know. that's not. Ashland. Ashland or Asheville? Ashland. I don't know. Oh! Oh, oh, oh. oh our first you, bleep. You've Sorry. Now, you've now broached the, un, the unbroachable. <laughs> the unbroachable. All right, well, so. Sunnyvale is, is the peninsula, which you guys have some difficulty with I've, in the past. Yes. Right, no, no, yeah. I, I don't go south But Belmont the is the pen, peninsula is as well. Yeah, uh-huh. It's down know. there. In the Mont. Anyway, so she writes, greetings, <coughs> sir, excuse me, hang on a second. <coughs> uh, you know, Joe's had many coughing fits. Oh, my just gosh, a, I know. Don't I'm, cough off your robe like actually, I did last I was, week. I was faking that. That was just to sound more like Joe. Did you know that last that this very podcast last week, when Joe, when, Joe, when Joe had his coughing fit, that's where we figured out that he wasn't doing his gardening? Oh. So be careful, <laughs> be careful what you reveal there, my, my dear. <laughs> Don't, okay. let, don't give Grandma a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so greetings, Sir Tim, Question Boy, and Miss Pants. Oh, me. nice. <laughs> yes, that's you. Uh, I'm a longtime lurker on your blog and very much enjoy your podcast. I've been eagerly awaiting Question Girl's arrival. Wow. Wait no more. Um, my question concerns an earlier comment that you made on the blog. You mentioned that you had flipped, in your opinion, of one of this season's new shows. To which show were you referring? Karen and Belmont and, uh, yeah. That's Karen. Karen in the Mont. Which in show did I flip on? Uh, oh man, I do remember saying that I flipped on Thirty Rock last year. That was a that was my notorious flip. Uh, oh yeah, okay, I know what she's talking about. I loved Reaper, and the mm-hmm. episodes that followed were not as good. I didn't. I've completely flipped on it. I just they just weren't as good. Um, God, were any of the? I think Journeyman got better. Uh, Aliens in America wasn't as good as the pilot, but it's 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 gotten better. Uh, Dirty Sexy Money, I've kind of grown to like. I wonder if I've flipped on anything else. Uh, but I love that she's from the Mont. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. I'm going to drive down there. I'm going to drive to the Mont for lunch the today. Mont. All right, so I, I guess I would just say uh, I clearly forgot what I flipped on. but um, I think Reaper was the one you were talking about. Yeah, I think that's probably the, the closest guess for this year. Yeah. All right. We got more? Yeah, this one's from Mary Lou from Menlo Park. Mary which is Lou. near the Vale. Menlo it, Park near the Vale, I think. It is. It is v- close. Wow, good knowledge. Uh, pretty, I north. used to live in Menlo Park, actually. Did That's, you really? Yeah, yeah. The the park, I call it. No, that doesn't really work. <laughs> what do you call it? No. Well, Mellow Park. Mellow Park, yes. Mellow Park. Elvis Costello called it yes, that. Mellow yes. Park. 
So this one says, hi, Tim, how many hours a day do you watch TV? Even if I watch 24-7, I couldn't begin to see a fraction of what is offered that might be worth watching. With TiVo, we managed to save some time and have caught some of the new shows. At your insistence, I tried Friday Night Lights. Couldn't relate to any of the characters, and when the young men started beating the guy with a board, I gave, I gave up. We don't have HBO, but rent the old ones from Netflix, Sopranos, Sex and the City, Six Feet Under, and in the past, Deadwood, Dexter, and Weeds now. Oh, yeah. Still love Northern Exposure was led to a big disappointment with Men in Trees. Enjoy your columns. Mary Lou from Menlo Park. Wow. And I want to say something real quick. Yes. I wasn't going to read this question because everyone always asks this question over and over and over and over again. They want to know how much TV you watch. Yeah, they do. You've noticed that. But I really liked all of her shows that she was talking about, so I just wanted to say them. That's <laughs> so, good. They were all, and, and she did have all good shows. And, yeah. But, she, but uh, she did a little tweak to the question, right? Because usually it's how much do you watch a week? And hers was a night. Yeah. Right? Well, no. How many hours a day do you watch TV, she says. How many hours a day? Yeah. Well, now that the writers are going to go on strike, well, I don't have to watch, uh, mm-hmm. there's no Letterman tonight. There's yeah. no Colbert. There's no uh, Daily Show. Those are all off my menu. I can actually reacquaint myself to my family. Hello, <laughs> little Kolchak. <laughs> little prophet. <laughs> Hello, little prophet. Let me put you back in the box. I think I, I too, all too much. I watch them here at work, and then when I get home, uh, what's my average? Uh, I think three and a half per night if, uh, if I actually come into the office, if I'm working from home. God only knows what it can be. I not, if, not counting porn. Not counting porn. No. Well, porn really eats up a big chunk of it, though. That's so, a hobby. That's not. That's a, well, <laughs> it, is a, it, is a, it is a hobby. Or some call it a way of life. <laughs> okay. We have more, don't we? Oh, I yeah. You, I sent you a lot. Okay, oh, good. Oh, yeah. Too many. Um, oh, I did want to say, though. Too many? Are you getting tired already? I'm exhausted. No, wow. no. Mary, Mary it's not Lee easy. from Menlo Park, though, needs to go back and, and watch the first season of Friday Night Lights all the way through, either on NBC.com or on Netflix, or rent it, and then she needs to make her decision after that. Right. That's all, that's all I want to say to her about that. Good points, Mandy. Yeah. Get, watch the original first season, and then, exactly. and then don't sell out the second season. Because, I mean, it's... I mean, even even if it had been canceled, it would have been worth just, you know, it would have been one of those DVDs that we went back and watched the shows that were canceled that we talked about earlier. Absolutely. So, this one is long, but oh, it's God. good. Oh, it's, it's long, but good? It's long, but it's good. This now, one just, is, is just, from, what? Go well, ahead. I'm, here I am interrupting you yet again. But no, I, no, no. I, I just, Joe keeps telling me to interrupt you because I interrupt him all the time. That's fine. Uh, I just, if it's long, just know that these are the ones, rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, these are the ones that Joe generally just trips over over all the time. Un- untied shoelace, a cough here, a misplaced inflection, uh, a, a, a mumble. This, these are the ones that really un- have led to him being unseated. Well, I will try to do my best, and if I don't do my best, then at least it will be better than Joe. Exactly. There we go. So. Good point. <laughs> so this is from Linda, and uh, she had some problems posting, I guess, on your blog, and she ended up posting it in the wrong place, but she says she was impressed with your Gervais interview. Oh. And she said, though, it was a bit redundant at points, but that made it all the more real, I guess. Um, she emitted audible laughter whilst on her walk at the waterfront. Oh. I'm kind of reading this in the third person. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll it's a twist. Currently yes. listening to the rest of the cast. I'm going backwards, and I'm into the Ken Burns interview presently. Either you are actually funny, or I'm homesick for anything SF. And if Amanda Pants does not show up, I may have to throw my beret into the ring. I am definitely a cougar in Canada. 
Sears, she writes. And then I'll, then she adds to that, oh, and I'll have, I'll have a rant next time because I'm really pissed off at how you cannot view the free episodes of any show up here in Canada, although we are literally five minutes from the border. And I am even an American. I will give a prize to anyone who is computer savvy enough to tell me how to circumvent this ridiculous rule. Okay, I guess I am ranting now. Obviously, the ABC or CBS or whatever server can tell that my computer is in Canada and post a polite little message indicating that only viewers in the U.S. can watch the full-length episodes. Why is that, Tim? And I'm serious about that prize. I hate it when I accidentally miss an episode of a show because the power went out in my neighborhood or the cat switched off the DVR, and then I can't go watch it on the web just because I live in a foreign country. C&C, which is a cougar in Canada. Well done. You've got a really well, excellent nice. point there. I'm concerned. What do, you, what do you think about a cougar wearing a beret? Is that hot? Oh. You're not oh. asking me, are you? I'll ask okay. you. Sure. <laughs> when we Mandy, ask what questions, it's in the room. Yeah, it's in the room. No. No, I think the, oh. the beret ruins it for me, too. So a, no cougar, a cougar can't wear a beret because it's just... It's just is it because a beret is a bad look, or does that hint that they're too old to, they're really not cougars? And a beret, in that way. No, not sexy? No. No. Really? Okay, so two votes. Uh, Benny? Beret? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Once go. again, the, the quali- <laughs> if you want another quality of the podcast, no. there it is. I think uh, he's paying too much attention to his knob. Making sure the silk doesn't slide off. Oh, nice! Oh, That's man. way to get into the spirit, Mandy. That's good. <laughs> That's your first ro- robe joke. And don't don't think we didn't notice that I I threw three lines on the robe and you and didn't make any, any any jokes about the robe. I know. I was. It was. I just went. I glossed over it. <laughs> you were. You're a shy girl at heart. A shy, sweet girl. Of course. Uh, um, but I have this exact same problem, and I live in the United States. Do tell. I go to abc.com on my laptop and. I often get a message that says to watch Pushing Daisies or Ugly Betty or whatever I watch on ABC. I don't know. What else do I watch? And that's about it. Even I don't watch that that frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get a message often that says only um, people who live within the United States can watch these shows. And I'm sitting in Oregon, which apparently is not part of the United States. So I would also give someone a prize if they can figure this out. I actually wrote ABC an email about it twice and never heard back. Wow. Joe, take this one. I was, I was just yawning there. It's getting a little sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, well, you, look, you know what? You're going to be fired today, and you've got to be – that was – Oregon, not part of the country. That's in your wheelhouse. That should be in Macaulay Cove. <laughs> Oregon is part of this country. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. You are so fired. First of all, you, d- you didn't even listen to that question, did you? No, I didn't. I, oh. I, I kind of spaced out. The, he doesn't even listen when he reads them. He doesn't. And Mandy <laughs> just said she lives in Oregon. She's getting you have to be in this country message from ABC. It's unbelievable. You it are, is. <laughs> I was thinking Joe was going to step in and say, oh, you didn't hear? We have, we have, we have annexed. Oh, no, I guess it, it wouldn't be annexed. <laughs> no, no, we, we, we've, Oregon has seceded from the United States. De- seceded, de-annexed. Yes. De-annexed. I was seceded. leaving that to Question Girl. I thought she was going to take off on You know what? Don't, you know what? Don't no, try to cover up now. <laughs> You're just... I'm wow. here to observe today. Yeah, you are. Obs- you're like a professional observer <laughs> in, a, in a third world country. I'm observing an audio. <laughs> oh, you know what? what? What is her answer? We have to help this poor woman. What I is her answer? I think you should put it up on the uh, on the bastard machine. Let the, uh, okay. the wisdom of crowds. Speak. And let's well, do you, uh, here's here's one suggestion. Do you know anybody at ABC? Either of you? 
Are yes, you, I know you, uh, Peter Jennings, but he died. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> he was the... Canadian, too, so he would have really understood the problem. <laughs> oh, exactly. He probably had the same issue. <laughs> what, uh, wait, seriously, Let's get our Canadian Oregon callers. can't do that? Let's get our Canadian callers to answer the question for the cougar in the, in the beret. That's See in good. Calgary. We we should put that in the blog. Yeah, wow. And this, for that. people for the for the uh, for the foreigners living in Canada and Oregon. <laughs> By the way, and and for the people who are actually in Canada right now who have stopped listening because we can't answer this question, our apologies go out. All right, next question. Next question, and I think this is the last one. Oh, this one's from Nina, and Nina, of course, does not say where she's from. Maybe that's Nina Tassler from CBS. Who knows? Maybe. Mm -hmm. If it is, then we have a question for you, Nina. All right. Um, Hello. Can you do a summary of what shows to watch now? And then parenthetically, she writes Mad Men. And what to skip? I rely on you. Thanks, Nina. Nice. I like when people rely on me because usually I let them down. It's just (laughs) one one failure after another. Uh, yes, I, uh, Nina, I would say, uh, well, maybe it could be a possibly strike-related question, or it could be in the parlance of uh, Benny, it could be a uh, classic email. No, I must have just recently got that. Uh, Mad Men is going into reruns. I would say definitely watch that. We've got some good stuff coming up uh, on, uh, in January on, on HBO, and there's another series of The Shield that's going to come out. Um, but I think now, like today's Chronicle or as we would like to say, The Chronic Bastard, since I'll put it up on my blog later. Uh, I detailed six series that people can get into for strike-related stuff. I'll quickly go through it quickly. One being The Wire, Deadwood, uh, and also uh, The Singing Detective for my three dramas. And then for comedies, three comedies, I did Arrested Development, and I did The Office, British version, and uh, and a little bit of a twist, 30 Rock, because it illustrates that writers can sometimes mess up at the beginning and then get better, and that show last year went from not very good to great. So those are, those are six suggestions today's Chronicle that I will repost on the blog for Nina. And maybe it is Nina Tassler, and I would say, Nina, I love you dearly, but uh, Viva Laughlin was a very, very bad mistake. I was to... actually looking forward to that. To and Viva Laughlin? Yeah, well, because well, before we recorded, I also made a musical theater reference. So, yeah, that's true. Yes. She made it. You made a bye bye birdie reference. Yeah, exactly. We, we shouted. I put, shouted they you put down. the kibosh on that. And but I will say that I am a musical theater fan. And so when I heard about you know a show that, I mean, I was probably just as excited about Cop Rock. So I, I really, my opinion doesn't really matter. So you were backing a lot of winners there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> now, uh, uh, Manny, Benny, uh, Bernie, uh, and also we didn't we read the one from Nobby. You know, I actually, I was just going to say, I lied when I said that was the last question. You have another. I was saving that one for last. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was that lost in the transcription when you were writing it down? It was. It was put aside. Uh, d- can we call that, like, maybe her first uh, question boy-like flub? I think that would be the very first one, and, <laughs> yeah, her, and maybe the last. Her, a couple couple little uh, mispronunciations. A little mispronunciations. But forgetting a whole question that's very much like you. And, yes. Well, it was an important be, one, I don't too. forget the question. You forget the question. I forget the questions, right. <laughs> All right, so we ha- you have a, a yeah. final question. And this is the one that you actually wrote down by hand. This is the one I wrote down by hand. All right. So there may be mistakes. Yes, go ahead. This is from Alyssa. Mm. And she addresses us uh, this to TG, AP, QB, and Nobby. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Which I like. Can you say that one more time? Let's, let's, and we'll, and we'll, de- we'll decode that. Go ahead. TG. That's me. AP. That's me. That's you. QB. That's me. Question boy. And Nobby. <laughs> that's Benny. <laughs> of course, Benny's too asleep to uh, contribute into this. Manny. Maybe he's working on next week's Tech Talk while we're Manny. doing this. 
<laughs> Ask Mick LaSalle. <laughs> All right, so his, uh, I don't know if I really like that image of Nobby either. I mean, that... <laughs> Although she did, Alyssa, I love it because it was a good spin on uh, uh, on uh, Benny, Bernie, Manny. <laughs> okay, what, Nobby. What's his? What's her question? Her question is: This is Alyssa from the six one seven. That's Boston for those in the know. My question is: This is season two of Dexter in the can, or is a strike going to disrupt production? The television this season has been weak. Um, oh, I totally messed this up. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Week to bad. Week too bad. Oh, quite, you corrected her question. Boy. Oh, I love that's Well, I here. thought it said weak and rad. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't make any sense. You can't read your own handwriting. No, I can't. <laughs> that's the problem. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, has been weak too bad, and Dexter is the only thing I'm uh, invested in seeing to the end of the season. It has been so far pretty exceptional. I would also like to hear more singing from Joe. That's Joe's cue. <laughs> Wow. Um, and then she writes, thanks, Alyssa. P.S. WTF, what the bleep, is up with. <laughs> um, oh, shoot. No, showtime. showtime. Yeah, Showtime. <laughs> it's up with Showtime not posting the episodes on demand in HD in a timely fashion. The episode from two weeks ago just went up in HD. I'm paying Showtime good dollars for their service. Bah. Wow! Wait, wait! You forgot the ba at the end. Uh, well, <laughs> wow! I was there was a dramatic pause for oh, the ba, and you ruined it. Step your pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know this is a little bit. I think I think uh, Mandy was a little bit like that runner, uh, the female marathoner who you can find on YouTube. But she kind of stumbles in, wobbling in uh, to the finish line, and this one she just you know. She, even though she went the extra yeah. mile and handwritten and had done a handwritten message, I think a I penmanship know. class is it in was order bad. It was bad. Well, you know, I wrote it. I'll tell you. We, we were well. First of all, Joe was late, but we were supposed to <laughs> wait, do that. Wait to lash out. Wait to lash out with anything. <laughs> well, it does. Well, so we were supposed to do this at eleven thirty, right? And so I get this email at eleven twenty-five. Yeah, we were which, a, we were a little bit late on that. Yeah, yeah, and so I thought <laughs> we we were. <laughs> Tim, you directed me to to put a little twist to her and see how she responded. Exactly. So I thought I better write this down quickly because I don't want to be late. <laughs> wow, right. and, uh, and and so there's a lot going on in this message. Now it's Alyssa in the six one seven. I like how she does a shout out because that's a uh, reference back to uh, to us in the in the five five and dime, and also the, in George D. Hey, no message from George D. this week. Yeah, where is maybe he oh. called? Maybe he called. Maybe who who knows? Uh four one five George D. And Manny, let's just be clear. Where where are you calling from? I'm in the five four one, which I don't mm. think sounds very cool at all. No, that doesn't. No, five four one. I don't five four one. It doesn't it's not hip. No. Jenny Jenny, who can I turn to? <laughs> five four one. No. Oh. That doesn't uh, matter. How about no. a do you have a six one seven song, Joe? No, but for Boston. Uh, How about dirty water? I love that <laughs> dirty water. <laughs> Boston, you're my home. Nice, nice. Okay, okay, so I hope Alyssa appreciated that. I, 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 I loved it. <laughs> you know, I know. I, I oh, you're that. falling back in love with me after this I <laughs> horrendous <laughs> reading of this question. <laughs> I never fell out of love with you. Uh, do, do you want to squabble? You want to put our our <laughs> squabbles on the air? I'll do that. Honey, I'll just hike up my, my robe <laughs> no. a little higher for you. I don't want to see that I'm garden. Not... <laughs> how my how your garden grows. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, answer this question. Have you done any research on this question? Yes, I have. Oh, uh, the answer to, the, to Alyssa's question is uh, Dexter's in the can. The full, the full season is in the can. We have no worries about that. Uh, as far as uh, Showtime uh, On Demand HD, from what I understand, uh, a lot of people have been ha- having a hard time with their HD On Demand getting it in a timely manner. The other shows they get, but the HD version comes a little bit later. Mandy, do you have on the 12 inch? Do you have a. Is that an HD? Yeah, it is an eight. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> 12 inch HD. It is not. It is not. In fact, when, whenever I see something that says this, this television is broadcast in HD TV, I laugh. <laughs> or weep. One of the two. Laugh or weep. Yeah, and I, well, you know, I laugh or I'll cry, right? Because no. as Question Boy often says, if I didn't laugh, I'd cry. There exactly. <laughs> The, uh, now it's time for the calls portion of the show. Yes, as the, or as the, I think Manny was might have been the first person who said we when we use segments. This is a segment, we're going to yes. go into our call segment. <laughs> segment. <laughs> as we mapped out the show earlier. Hi guys, uh, my name is Jason Pettis. Uh, I'm one of your listeners in Chicago. Uh, first of all, I'd like to formally apologize on behalf of all your listeners for the lack of phone calls last week. Uh, I myself have had a question for like a month now. But I figured you were getting too many phone calls, so that's why I didn't call. Uh, anyway, my question is about the excellent Mad Men on AMC. I've been recording it all year because of your recommendation, and I'm just about at episode five now. The thing that has really struck me about this show is the complexity of the writing and the way they can simultaneously make fun of the attitude that a lot of people in the early 60s had about life and also sort of show a justification for why they would think that way. I think it's a really edgy thing for this show to do. I was wondering what your thoughts were on this subject, and also whether you thought a show like this even has a chance of being picked up and shown on a broadcast network. Uh, keep up the good work. I'm a big fan. Bye. Well, could, that qualifies, Mandy, by the way, if you're, if you're stumped. That qualifies as one of Benny's classics. That was a. That was that would was, have been an, a really uh, oh. a great call to hear in August. Yeah, <laughs> these episodes. But no, now it's it's equally revel- relevant because uh, AMC is rerunning Mad Men, and hopefully we have not lost this uh, this caller. What was his name again? Jason. Jason in in Chicago. Thank you for the call, Jason. We're sorry that Benny uh, mangled it. He actually called on September 29th. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> nice. Okay, so no, it would never be picked up by. A network because it's a well. First of all, it's an existential crisis going through one character and or more than one character uh, on this uh, character-driven series. There's just not enough action in Mad, Mad Men to be a network series. But I think you you really nailed it. The essence of 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 Mad Men and the funny parts of it is that it 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 spoofs essentially late '50s because it's the show set in '60 and the attitudes back then of of you know like. Uh, no car seats and drinking while you're pregnant and drinking and driving and all doing all that stuff that would be played as broad farce in anybody else's hands. But uh, Matthew Weiner, who's an excellent writer, and the actors did a wonderful job of of just sort of being very subtle about that. And then we get the humor. They just didn't have to pound us over the head with it. We get it. Um, and I agree. Mad Men is, is it's an incredible character study, but no, you would never, ever be able to see that on network. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Uh, this is Garth calling from Harlem, New York, repping the East Coast for the TV talk machine. Anyways, I just had to uh, call and leave a message and a question after uh, your interview with Ricky Gervais. Uh, that just made my day, literally. Um, when I saw that uh, you had interviewed him, I don't think I've uh, ever been as excited to listen to a podcast. And then on top of that, to hear that there's going to be uh, an 80-minute extras finale, I uh, just really put a smile on my face. 
Anyways, I have a question, and I was going to email it, but then I didn't have the uh, time or patience to uh, have to write down parentheticals for my question so that the uh, question boy wouldn't massacre the reading of it. So I thought I would just call and, uh, and ask you straight out. I was thinking after listening to your Gervais interview about the last episode of The Office on BBC, and um, I realized hands down that I have never been as emotionally involved in a scene and openly rooting for a character or a pair of characters as I was at the end when Dawn was driving away and then they cut to her walking through the door at the end of the uh, Christmas party and going over to Tim and, and kissing him and, and leading him out of the room. And I was just wondering if you have a clear memory in your television viewing career of a scripted TV show that managed to emotionally involve you in a scene um, like none other. Uh, so I know it's probably a, a broad question, but what comes to mind, either in terms of where you're openly rooting for a character or where you uh, are emotionally involved in a, in a tragic, kind of sad way um, in a scripted TV series. Anyways, you're doing great work. Thanks a lot. Bye. Garth in Harlem. Oh, awesome, right? That is our first that Harlem call. That is great. Isn't that good, man? Way to go. That's so great. I love that call. And it was a great question, and Garth. That's a great. That's probably one of our all-time best TVTM questions. I will. I will say this. I'm a sucker. I'll cry at commercials, so I, I get pretty emotional at certain things. But they, that was. A, I was invested in that as well. But I'll tell you that the one scene that makes me cry, like just cry every time I see it, and I've seen it like ten times, is an old homicide life on the street episode where Pembleton doesn't want to go to the funeral of the uh, what's his name, the cop who committed uh, suicide. Uh, and uh, fights that, and everybody in the in the department's upset at him for not doing that. And the, the the department will not give him a proper burial because they've deemed it a suicide, so he doesn't get the you know the department uh, honors. So Pemblin doesn't go to that, and you kind of think, oh. And the last scene is this sort of like New Orleans style um, funeral as they as they wheel the body in front of the um, <clears throat> the police department. And there's Pemilton in his dress blues and the white gloves, and it's just, you know, full salute, and it's just unbelievable. It just chokes me up every single time. I, I, I don't know how many times I've seen it, and I just cry every single time. So that's that one. Uh, Andre Brower did an incredible job in that episode, and just that sort of, like, respect to the, to the funeral, and it just, it just played so well, such incredibly well-written. Mine, uh, you know what, I was genuinely surprised and, and emotionally touched. It was a small boy watching MASH when uh, Colonel Henry Blake, the great McLean Stevenson, they said and he died. You know, they, yeah, they showed him stunning. leaving, mm-hmm. and then he came in. And apparently the cast didn't know that he was going to do that either, except, uh, and so they announced that, and everybody's, it was a startling moment. Nobody, you, you figured, oh, he's leaving. But then it's like, to have him die too, you know. Yeah, you're talking about the plane crash. The plane crash. Yeah, yeah it was stunning, right? Or the helicopter crash, I guess it would yeah. be. Um, and Mandy, do you have an emotional moment? I'm really trying to rack my brain. I, I mean, there's been a million, and, and the one that he mentioned, the, the, the office, there was like probably, I don't know, a hundred moments like that between Tim and Don that I was just, that was just breaking my heart over and over again. But um, other than that, I really, I mean, I know there have been, but I just can't think of anything right now. Did you cry when you knew you were going to do this I did, podcast? I did, I did. I, I wept openly in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> are you crying right now, regretting your decision? No, no, I'm okay now. Are you Are you crying on your shorty robe? Uh, yeah, it, it, I think I'm going to have to take that <laughs> off. Use the Dry tail, it. Of it. just use a wow. corner to dab your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, it's been an incredible experience for us, and we would invite you back anytime. We we put you off for a long time. I know a lot of other question girls 
uh, and gals want to come and appear and try to take QB's job. But for, for, for the sake of argument, uh, Joe Garofoli, question boy, remains employed. <laughs> I can continue to pay, cash the paychecks. Yes, yeah, yeah, so you're continuing. And, you know, I'm sure that was an audible sigh of relief for you, that you could still come in here free and take my abuse. Unbelievable. You're still employed. Uh, Mandy did it. I did it. Let's give it up for Mandy. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you Excellent. very much. Excellent job. I appreciate you, you it. You add such a, uh, a charm and dulcet tones. Dulcet to the, tones. To the podcast. Yes. Thank you. And Thanks, Joe. I'm glad we could bury the hatchet. Yes, you two Absolutely. get along much better now. Yeah. It's this <laughs> faux contrived. I, and I, I don't want to say speak out of school here, but Benny Shorty Robe is really getting embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> the silk is all over the place. The silk <laughs> is all over the place. That is it's, so great. Let's call it Nobby's Revenge. Nobby's <laughs> so Poor Nobby. Wow. Wow. That's, I don't even know where to go with that. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm going to cry. I'm flush, and I'm going to cry at Nobby's Revenge. Because I don't know. Who knows where that's going to go? Uh, and thus concludes our second part of our TV Talk Machine podcast with Mandy Murphy. Mandy, there's a long list of question girls and gals yeah. who will who'll follow you, but you were the first. You were our winner. Thank you for taking time out to come on to the uh, TV Talk Machine podcast. And I want everyone to say that Amanda Pants is number one when they comment on the blog when you post this, post this podcast. Wow. So yes. just, uh, we will wow. say that. But, uh, you know, you're still <laughs> pissing around her yeah, territory. She just, yeah, she's just like uh, pissing on trees right there yeah, at the end. Really. She was that little uh, kind of sixth grade kind of really cute girl yes. voice. And at the end she's like, and then, oh, damn Amanda it. Amanda Pants is number one. Yeah, she comes <laughs> in hard at the end. Yes. And Joe, how did you, th- question boy, how, did, how would you rate her appearance? I thought it was excellent. I thought it was fantastic. Are you lying now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Mandy, after we've gone through the other question, girls, you are free to come back and join us again. Oh, good. Just let me know anytime. I'll be here at my grandmother's house in Ashland, <laughs> Ashland Oregon. <laughs> okay, see you Wait, then. Is, you should put your grandmother on. Is she there? Oh, no, I don't know. No, she wouldn't do it. She's a chicken. Is she wearing a shorty robe? She always oh, for wears Christ a shorty robe. Benny, you, you know you're going to cut that at after <laughs> Ashland. Okay. Joe, you're a show killer, Joe. <laughs> She's actually, her shorty robe is, um, she's a very short person, so her oh. shorty robe goes down mid-calf. So. Oh, yeah, nice. yes. yeah. Sort of a Victorian shorty robe. <laughs> <laughs> An anklet. Uh, well, Manny, thanks for putting us up with all of our, uh, our grief, and um, we appreciate you coming on. Anytime. It was good time. Thanks. Okay. 